God. Yeah. I would never be able to handle it. See, and I didn't want to move, when I went to college, I didn't want to go to Wellesley because I didn't want to have wind chill plus ocean air. Right. Because I hear that's even worse. It just gets in your bones. I mean, we can handle cold. I, I mean, I grew up here, you know. Negative 60, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 70. I mean, they cancel school and everything, too. So. Yeah, down here, it's like below 40 people are freaking out. <laughs> not not under me, but like not negative 40, but just 40 degrees. If it's less than 40, 40 degrees, it's like, oh, my gosh, there might not be school tomorrow. What? What closes the school? <laughs> uh, the blistering cold, man. People don't want to be cold. It's miserable. When was the last time it snowed there? It snows. It it probably snows, I'd say, like, once a year. Like, okay. we'll have it for, like, right? two days. Yeah, we'll have it for, like, two or three days, and then it'll be... We had one week last year where it was, like, it snowed for two days, and then within three or four days, it was, like, 68 degrees. <laughs> yeah, so, like, we had our... Yeah, we have our... We joke and, like, say, oh, we got our week of winter. <laughs> got it hard man mm-hmm. it's rough living but then it's 105 degrees out the rest of you know all summer we'll have like 100 straight days of it being over 100 degrees oh my god without any kind of rain you have people praying to the rain gods it's <laughs> crazy you've seen like snow right yeah <laughs> we made a trip one time and saw it okay it was like a field trip they have them in the yeah. They have them in like museums and stuff here. Like, they have snow in museums. Yeah, like to let us see what it's like. Okay. But we are live, ladies and gentlemen, lady, gentle sir. Yes. So welcome, audience, to. I just assumed my gender. Welcome. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. X like and X. Has been murdered. X and X. Them and they. Here with us today. I am Unicorn Kid. That's another show we should do. Them and they here today. Uh, <laughs> but welcome to Illusions Destroyed. And today's episode is What About Whataboutism? Love it. Thank you. It kind of sounds like a Jeopardy category. Yeah. Doesn't it? I watch a lot of Wheel of Fortune. So it's something along those lines too, you know. Just. I just found out that Chuck Woolery was the original host of Wheel of Fortune. Really? Yeah, for like three or four years. I thought Pat Sajak had, was like OG. No, I think he started in 80. The show started in 76. I used to wonder, because like now you see game show hosts, like Steve Harvey does Family Feud. Right. Wayne Brady has a show. It's like people that are already famous are now right. hosting these game shows. Whereas like before, like I would always wonder, like, what did Bob Barker do? Like Bob Barker just right. like fell into being a game show host and then that was his career like now it's like oh i did stand-up comedy for 20 years and now i host family feud well fun trivia about chuck woolery he was actually a musician um he had like a little group or it might have just been a duo him and another guy and they did like mamas and the papas kind of music and they had like two hits and then i don't know it just kind of like fell off and somehow he fell into Wheel of Fortune and then, you know, navigated that into the dating show or whatever. The yeah. Show was. So, yeah. That's pretty crazy. That is crazy. And then now it's like you watch, 
because I'll watch game shows like on Sunday night and stuff on network television. And it's like, now we have celebrities doing the game shows. Right. Like that's where we're at. Yeah. That's where we're at right now. It's like, why are we watching celebrities compete for prizes? I don't, I want to see random Joe Schmo try to, you know, play these games and try to win some money for their family. Not people who are already rich. I actually tried out for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire once. What happened? They give you well, they give you fifty questions, and you ha- and and like the Scantron, they huddle you all in like this cafeteria. You have to answer all fifty correctly, and I think I answered like forty-eight correctly or something. Dang! I Everybody I was with, like, no, not we all did like right around the same, like forty-seven, forty-eight. None of us made it. We were all pretty bummed. Yeah, that blows. It was, it was a fun time though. It was an experience. I didn't realize. I had totally spaced, and I didn't realize that you had to pay taxes on your winnings, like for game oh. shows. No, I didn't think about that. You're right. Like I was wondering, like every time I watch Wheel of Fortune or something, someone wins like forty thousand dollars. I'm like, nope, they really won like twenty thousand dollars because yeah, they made forty thousand dollars in one day. So the government taxes you as though you're going to make forty thousand every single day that year. Mm-hmm. I was scouted for wife swap once. Really? Like. A- Decade ago, yeah. Oh, I think I used to watch that. I've seen it a few times. Dave Chappelle did a sketch about it. I was like this hippie mom of little kids and lived on a farm and (laughs) practiced paganism, you know. So what did they? What did they do? How did they scout you? You know, I'm not entirely sure how they found me, but they contacted me. They're like pay you and I was like I had a newborn too I think he was like six well he was a newborn he was like six months old at the time so I was like I can't because I breastfeed and like it was really it was a it was kind of a tough decision and then I was like why do I want to put my children through this like they would make our family look crazy yeah and it's like we were the odd ones you know we were going to be placed with somebody who was like super straight laced yeah like yeah, and we're like the totally not by the book people, you know. Mm. So it would have been an experience. Yeah. yeah, totally. But I think it would have probably done more harm than good, honestly. You'd have your you'd have your kids in in therapy right, talking right. about. Well, one time our mom left for a week because she wanted to be on TV. <laughs> Instead, I got my notoriety other ways. Yep. No, I was talking. To, I was talking about you today with my one of my really really good friends, his former boss, because uh, he was asking about, you know, the show and stuff. I was like, so how'd you like get in touch with these two people? And I was just, you know, talking about you guys. And I was like, yeah, one of Tasha. She's a, you know, she's awesome. She's like a doesn't say she's a feminist, but like she's for feminine equality and like a former feminist and like homeschools all her kids and he, his first comment was oh so she's like kind of a hippie but she shaves her pits right no, I don't. <laughs> we don't need I to don't see it well well then i was I misinformed well it's cold my hair barely grows on my legs so i don't oh yeah you're na- yeah you're native american so like and I get this weird, like, little patch of hair, like, by my ankle, and I'll shave that off every now and again, but most of the time, I don't even bother with it. But yeah. no, I don't shave my hair. You're Native American. I, I'm an adult woman, and we grow hair, so I don't see why I should have to Well, I was misinformed. My body. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I, 
I don't shave my armpits. Plus, now the internet knows that. Now they got. Well, then I then I, I stand corrected. You're you're a super crunchy mom. You know, I kind of am. We're really traditional, but super crunchy. Super crunchy. You make your own oats. We do. I make my own granola. God, that's cool. It's we probably make delicious. Bread, like from scratch. Like I said, you're basically Amish. Basically, except I have a phone and a computer. Yeah, husband day trades. And electricity. <laughs> you're, you're like day trading Amishes. Right. <laughs> In the car. Well, I don't use my car that often. Maybe that counts for something. Okay. Horse and buggy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I guess we can uh, dive into our first <laughs> actual topic now that we've had a little fun and talked about fun things. We can talk about how terrible the world is. So, we're going to want to talk about armpit hair after I know. This. So what, we were like wanted to touch up on, I guess, what we, or follow up on the Asia Argento story right. from Tuesday where – we had pretty much left off at she had blamed Anthony Bourdain or not blamed, but said that it was the late Anthony Bourdain's idea to pay off this kid who I guess was blackmailing them. According to her account, that was her mm -hmm. statement on Tuesday. And then and she never had sex with him. Yes. And then she never had sex with him. That was the other thing. Never, you know, it was all just a big misunderstanding. And then Didn't something new come out today. And then bam. Yesterday, TMZ, text messages, got a hold of them, where it said, basically, I mean, I could just pull them up right now, but she, she had sex with him. yeah, and that he kept hitting her up and sending nudies, and then there's a picture, yeah, and the picture of them, oh man. First thing that comes up is the TMZ article. Okay, I'll just read the text messages. So she's also in possession of child pornography. Well, he wasn't. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't, just throw that out. Yeah, the list. probably. We don't have text messages. We, we don't have proof of that, but we do have the text messages. Well, if, he was, if he was seventeen at the time, then yeah, it's child yes. pornography. Yes. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh yeah. Well, I guess she admitted to having them. So. Right. <clears throat> Asia Argento. I had sex with him. It felt weird. I didn't know he was a minor until the shakedown later. Ooh, a shakedown. I like that. Shakedown. The public knows nothing, only what your Times wrote, which is one-sided. One-sided. Which is one-sided. The shakedown letter. The horny kid jumped me. Friend, what's up with the photo taken in bed? I think that's one that will be harder to cushion. Images are annoyingly assumption nation. Hmm. You can see my tits, that's all. It doesn't mean shit. He is standing up. When I was 17, I was with a 33-year-old man for years. I had just turned 17. If I lose my job, I will move to Africa or the Amazon forest. I want to be among 90% of the world that doesn't give a F about this shit. God, she needs to stop talking. And she's a flight risk now. Oh my gosh. Flight risk. I didn't even think about that. Else. Holy moly. Flight risk. Well, she's not being... ...child pornography, admits to having sex with a minor, um, uh, basically is saying that she doesn't see a problem with it because 90% of the world, which is false, 
and then tries to justify it because she was with a man who was way too old for her when she was 17 and blames the victim. Right. She's just checking, check, 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 check. She's like, well, I was abused when I was 17, so I let this 17-year-old abuse me. That's, that's totally fine. What she's yeah. And he's a boy, so really, it didn't, wasn't really abuse. Hashtag me, too. But oh that's... Oh, my gosh. There's more text? I wonder how this can get worse. Oh, there's more. There's, oh, there's more. No you guys keep talking. She's lying about not realizing he was a minor because she's known him since he was seven years old. Right, she's groomed him since he was seven years old. I mean, if you believe, which I don't, if you believe the things that she's saying to a friend, maybe she didn't groom him? I don't believe her. Why? I mean... I found good stuff! I found good stuff! Okay. Did you find it? Yeah. Okay, so... I didn't know until the shakedown later. Um, okay, so about the tech, or about the... Uh, sexual images being sent from the boy no it was all on snapchat they disappeared i didn't report it because i always felt bad for this charlie for this hollywood child actor a casualty of the machine of his parents i have 80 pages on him by a private investigator that anthony hired hmm okay all of anthony's emails pushing me to accept to pay my emails with carrie where we disagree, yeah, where we disagreed with that. So she didn't want to pay. Anthony told her that he should pay, I guess, or told her that she should pay. Um, I don't believe that. I don't either. Release it. If, if, that, if she's got it, release it. Because she's already denied even having sex with him. So she's already a liar. Right. We already have that established, that she is a liar. So here's my interesting take. It's a little out of the box. Maybe she's talking to her friend this way because she was keeping it from Anthony. So she has to act in some way like a victim so that her boyfriend doesn't think he was, she was cheating on him. That's oh. why I don't believe that it was Anthony's idea to pay him off. I think it was her idea. Okay, so here's, here's something. You worked with him previously. How did the age thing escape you? I mean, 16 is the age of consent in most countries around the world. So I was actually shocked about the 17 thing. And then Asia says, it's 15 in France and Italy. And that's when she said, when I was 17, you know. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Which I was going to even it, say. Age of, age of consent has restrictions, though. I know that in Minnesota, right. age of consent, like, the older person can't be any more than, like, 36 months older. Right. I know in New York, 17 is legal for up to 21. Yep. They do have laws like that. But yep. 33 is not. <laughs> Sorry, that's a lot older than 36 months. What a weird culture it is, like, to be in to where, like, you you feel sorry for someone, so you sleep with them. Like, that's, like, oh, you know, he's 20 years younger than me, and I just feel bad for him, so we should get it on. I mean, honestly, that's part of where incels get this idea that they're owed sex, you know? You should feel bad that I don't get any and just give me some, you know? But it worked in this kid's case. Right, it was the same mindset. How bizarre. (laughs) It it is very bizarre. I think it's a little gray situation. She's in the wrong, but... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot... Yeah, there's a lot we don't know, but the fact is, yeah, she's a liar, and that, you know, 
she's played this huge role in the Me Too thing. Not to say that, you know, what Harvey Weinstein did was good and acceptable, but it's like, and probably shouldn't be like... Have proof that she was abused by him? If getting a movie role counts as abuse, then that's you it. can beat the hell out of me. That, that's... <laughs> But I think but I mean, it's a power dynamic. I mean, right. it's not necessarily abuse, but it's an abuse of power that Harvey Weinstein is accused of and, and, and rape, you know. Oh. So he abused his position of money and power and influence, and she got a movie role out of it, and that's not okay. Well, like, nobody, nobody can deny that that's not okay. Here's a question. If she is as deviant as she seems to be now, does that take away from her victimization? Who's to say she didn't know what kind of person Weinstein was and she just went, let's screw, I want a movie role. Hmm. I don't think that it does because, I mean, we know that adage, hurt people hurt people, you know? Yep. And, I mean, she's already said, when I was 17, a 30-something-year-old man, you know, so right. she's obviously... A traumatized, victimized person. So okay. I don't think that, sure. that that diminishes her credibility in terms of Weinstein, but it does like diminish this idea that this movement has, and it and it and it's because it <clears throat> makes a mockery of people who have actually suffered abuse and suffered sexual assault and the indignity that goes with all of that, and. I mean, she just turns around and does the same thing. That's not how you end that kind of thing. You don't end it by keeping it going. No. <laughs> you know. Well, could we spin it this way? And I'm just throwing all these ideas, ideas out there. I'm just spitballing, trying to get to the truth. Could we spin it in a way that, so she was uh, abused as a kid. I guess it wasn't legal. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. She was. Exactly. But, but so she, she, she slept with a 33-year-old man when she was 17 or whatever she said. Um, and now she's just kind of got a deviant brain. Where was I going with that? I know I had something. I don't know. I think you were trying to make excuses. No, not make excuses. Just, you know, there's a lot of gray in every situation, and people never really peel it back. advocate. That's what you mm -hmm. Some Sometimes, and I find it fun, you know, because I think that, you know, it's fun to hop outside the box and just go, hey, what about this point of view, and just, you know, put some thought into it. Um, I, you know what? I think that when it comes to issues of uh, abusing authority like that, abusing power like that, and sexual assault, there isn't any gray area. Okay. I really, I, that's me. I just don't think that, that, that there's gray area. She had something done wrong to her, and that's horrible. She turned around and did something wrong to somebody else, and that's horrible. She doesn't need to be held accountable for what was done to her in this situation, but she does need to be held accountable for what she did to this young man, period. Like, there's, there isn't any, for me, there's no wishy-washy gray area there. It's pretty black and white as far as so, I'm concerned. So, but do you, do you still, this, was, this is where I remember my train of thought. Do you still think she's as big of a monster as you did a second ago if you say, because she was victimized as a child, her, her mindset isn't right, and this kid actually was coming on to her. And the reason she slept with him out of pity was because she was a little off on that topic because she was abused as a child. 
No, I still think she's a monster. No, okay. not at all. Okay. I don't think she's a monster. I just think she's a liar. I think it's I think it's monstrous to behave that way towards children, and then to turn around and blame him. I mean, he's a child with no, you know, his frontal lobe has not developed yet. He can't make the decisions that a 33 year old, 37 year old woman can make. She took advantage, and that is monstrous, in my opinion. Okay. Knowing full well, like what happened to her, knowing full well what happened to her, she turned well, around and perpetuated it. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like popular belief is that like 90 something percent of, you know, sexually abused victims sexually abuse. So. I, that it, seems a little high to me. I can look it up. I think last I heard it was about 90. Cite your sources, cite your sources. Uh, it would be good to see a source on it because I I've I've never heard it st stated that high. Just that uh, uh, that that that's a high number. Yeah. That high. But I wouldn't be shocked if that's the if that's the case. This is why we need producers. That'd be cool. Hey, Jamie, right, pull it up. Yeah. Hey, can you, can you go ahead and pull right, that right. put that on the screen? Young Jamie. Give us get give us like a month and we'll be there. We'll get there, guys. You know, don't even recognize it. It gives you a nice, easy link, and then you gotta like read a whole story. Yeah, and then you gotta like decipher through the information. I wish it just gave you a chart. And you gotta wait for your Wi-Fi to load. Like I don't know what's going on. Talk amongst yourselves for a second. Well, we can find it. We can find it and stick it in the links or whatever or in the, the chat. Um, and then you can be no, I mean, proven wrong again, like the Thomas Jefferson thing. Hey, I don't, you know what, and I don't, I don't take any shame in that because I admittedly don't have time to prep for the show like I should, so I kind of just spitball from my memory, and if I'm Brings us to what aboutism, what a, what a way to circle around and bring it all back to where we should be. So, yeah, wow, have you been practicing? I do, guys. So, we should talk about. Molly Tibbetts. This is such a tricky conversation. I missed you guys for like 20 seconds. Were we rolling around there? Well, yeah, you're, you're being robots. Well, we want to talk about Molly Tibbetts. I do. Oh, yeah. Because we're talking about whataboutism. And it seems that anytime, like, my point is, and, you know, we got into a nice long thread on the page. Uh, in regards to this, but it was about, like, I mean, basically the gist of it was if we had enforced immigration laws, like if just, if we enforced the laws that already exist, then she might still be alive. Rather than just agree with that statement, it's not like it's super controversial, it's just, hey, if the laws that were on the books were enforced, she'd be alive, you know? Then as opposed to just, yep, what should we do about it? It suddenly turns into a, oh, yeah, well, here's a link to, you know, did you know that illegal immigrants don't commit nearly as much crime? It's like, that's great. That's, I'm not arguing you, with you about is that. that. Is that, like, her, like how, do, how do they work that statistic? How do they figure that out? I, a, I don't know. But B, the, big, the broader point is, oh, okay, that's not what we're talking about. 
um, I'm not arguing with you on the statistics because you're probably right. It's the matter of if the laws were enforced, an illegal immigrant wouldn't have been able to kill a citizen. So it's like this weird having to always be right sort of thing. Like right. that that's what aboutism. Right. Well, and there's what aboutism and I I'm sorry that I can't remember her name. I only just saw it a little while ago. Molly Tibbetts is a problem because she was murdered by an uh, uh, illegal immigrant and there was this other African-American girl who was, who was kidnapped by white supremacists and nobody said anything about it. That's actually the first time I heard about her. And I mean, I didn't even hear about this. Yeah. I just, I, I don't, I, and I don't have the name cause it just was in my feet really quick right before I went to go hop in the shower. So I, I didn't really have time to look at it before the show, but you know, th so there's that too, but it's like it's, Molly Tibbetts murder is an act of violence. Everybody can get on board with that, that, that notion. It's a needless act of violence by a man who stalked her and she said no and she was out for a jog and she ended up being killed. That is not mutually exclusive to the idea that if he was prevented from being in the country in the first place, it wouldn't have happened. Like those two things don't, one of those things does not cancel out the reality of the other. No, <clears throat> and I think that that's where people are really one of the reasons why people are getting really stuck on this. He killed her, and it's horrible. If he wasn't here, it wouldn't have happened. Yes, there are men in this country who are here naturally born or here legally who kill women. We know this. That doesn't mean that this illegal immigration problem that resulted in him being here doesn't exist <laughs> you know it just I think it's I think there are a lot of people using it in a race kind of way of course and in an anti-immigrant way um, obviously but I think that the bulk of thinking people who are really looking at this full scope aren't using it that way and they're saying these two things are not mutually exclusive you know and it and she's just an example and you know there's the on Twitter, the person who's claiming to be her cousin saying, don't use her as an example. Well, I mean, you can't, you can't really tell people not to do that because they're going to anyway. And if it's not her as an example, it's anybody else as an example. It's that family that Donald Trump brought on uh, stage or, or recognized or whatever, I think at a State of the Union address, whose daughter was killed by MS-13. You know, there's a list of people who have been killed by people who are here illegally. There's the man who just brought his wife to the hospital. We heard about her last week, the pregnant wife. Um, yeah, he had to leave her alone. Like she was left alone to have her baby without her husband, who was a murderer. Who was a murderer, was wanted for murder in Mexico. Like, you can't you can't overlook these things and just say, oh, it's just a slim few. It's just like in the, and I hate circling to the trans things. I hate talking about it. Like it's so boring to me, you guys. But, you know, there's this line that we always say, they say this never happens. Every time something bad happens uh, among trans people, if they kill somebody, if they rape somebody, if they peep somebody, whatever, they say this never happens. They say immigrants aren't, illegal immigrants aren't doing these things, but here, here they are. 
you're doing them before they come to the country and after. And that's a problem. And if you can't recognize that that's a problem, I don't know how to help you. It is also a problem when men kill women in this country who are born here. Like these two things can exist at the same time. And I don't know why people can't right these things up saying well. saying that 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 uh, Native Americans also kill women <laughs> is not is not a valid argument against you know that if this you know that if laws were enforced this girl would be alive that's not an argument against it you know somebody is here improperly they're breaking the law they know they're doing it and then they commit violence against somebody who is allowed to be here even if even if she wasn't i really don't think it changes things um even if she was an illegal immigrant i don't think that changes things but but you know you weren't supposed to be here you're already breaking the law and now you're 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 committing violence against somebody who accepted you into their country because she was right. by all accounts like pro immigration right um, right you know it's just it's just you know just because we have enough Native Americans who commit murder doesn't mean we need to add more murderers. You know what I mean? That's silly. I just okay. think that's silly thinking. Yeah, and it's just the, like, first of all, comments, comment sections of news articles are, like, the most toxic place. Like, it's, you, the majority of people are stupid as is, and that just gives them an opportunity to show off how stupid they are. And I can't tell you how many times, like, I've read, oh, well, what about the, the man in Colorado who killed his family and... You know what? What about him? His I, face has been all over the news. That's what my point is. It's like, yeah, okay. What about what? What point are you trying to make? Like, I want to understand what goes on through people's brains who say things like, "Hey, if we had, you know, laws and if we had our immigration laws enforced, she would be alive." And then they just say, "Oh yeah, well, you know, you're less likely to. They're less likely to commit crime." It's like, okay, but they did. Let's stay on topic. Like, let's. I don't know the statistics of that because if you, you say they're less likely to commit crimes, are you talking like well aside from Americans the aside from the coming here uh, aside from coming here illegally, you know, like because they've right. already broken they've already broken one law, so they get a one law like one law doesn't count, so they get to break two. Well, I know Carter put something out recently about it. He he has a video. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet, and, he, and Crowder always has the sources too. Um, where he talks about, and I, again, I haven't gotten to see it yet, so I can't say anything, um, you know, regard to numbers or anything. So I'll maybe stick it in the comments so people can look at it. And then if anybody's got sources that speak contrary to that, happy to look at them, you know? But yeah, you can't just throw something out there like that without A, citing the source, and, and B, it doesn't actually matter. I mean, he was here illegally, and then he committed murder. Like, is shouldn't have even been that here. Said, that said that? <clears throat> no, and there's a there's a video that I haven't gotten to watch it yet. He just he just released oh. a video just the other day about it, about um the the notion that they don't that crime doesn't go up with illegal immigration. I'm gonna try to pull it up here so I can link it. <clears throat> it yeah, it's just like first of all, you have to change the subject because obviously, you know, you've lost like once it's not even an argument it's just a statement of fact like if immigration laws weren't enforced she wouldn't be dead but then all of a sudden it's like oh this is you know i've seen you know politicians even say oh this isn't a an illegal immigration problem this is a toxic masculinity problem like this is 
you know, this is why men are so dangerous. And, you know, he got rejected by her. So he just felt the need to kill her. And while that's a real thing, that still doesn't negate the fact that if the law had been enforced, she would not be dead. Right. I've seen some people say, oh, well, you know, murder's already against the law and that wasn't enforced. It's like, no, murder's, an, murder's a charge, you know? Like, murder's what is ultimately, like, charged against you. You know, it's not like the, the police can't enforce some sort of, we don't have precogs, like, in Minority Report for them to, right. you know, determine, oh, okay, this person's going to murder someone in two years, so we need to go ahead and arrest them now. Like, you can't do that. I hope they never can. If you're found with a knife, there isn't intent to charge. Like if you're found with a bag of weed or something. Yeah. Right. Right. Now, now, if you told somebody right. you're 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 planning a murder, or you wrote it down and someone found it, you could go after that person, I believe. But yeah, there were three kids in Texas, I think, that were either arrested today or yesterday, uh, because they were overheard by someone uh, talking about how they were going to plan to shoot up their school and plant explosives. And I just see like people commenting on it and talking about it saying, Oh, so now you can get arrested just for talking just because someone overheard your conversation. It's like, well, I mean, you might not do jail time. Like they're going to bring you in though for questioning. Absolutely. Like, right. you know, valves. you know, it's like, and I'm sure David Hogg would be pretty happy that someone got brought in for questioning after talking about, doing something like that you know if the goal is to get school shootings down but we're i'm i'm getting away from the, the original premise of what aboutism and how you know how people can take things just a completely different way once they realize like they don't have a leg to stand on for their argument it's like they have to shift right. the shift everything well you know what i don't get how her cousin is trying to defend this What's, you know you just lost you just lost your cousin and that you, you're you still don't see the problem here? Well, CNN ran a headline that said, oh, her family doesn't want people to, you know, politicize this. It's like, I haven't heard her parents say anything like that. You know, I've heard, yeah, I've heard her cousin and her aunt, like they had to go and find some relative that she had that wasn't like an immediate family member. But that's pretty much, the, that's how they're running the headlines now. It's like, oh, her whole family doesn't want anyone to talk about this. And it's like, eh, it's pretty much like these just, relatives we'll say relatives go ahead and put some relatives don't want right right but that's the the way of the media these days got to get them clicks well you know what I'm, I'm surprised about that you and you just mentioned this Tasha. i didn't hear about it before you mentioned it but an african-american girl was murdered by a white supremacist i'm surprised the news isn't i'm surprised that isn't all over the place right yeah, you know, I am too, like, because of, I mean, you, I don't know why people don't think that the media is left-leaning, because it is. Oh, no, absolutely. And, they admit it. And, I mean, I recognize that even when I was still on that team, you know. It's definitely left-leaning. And um, the fact that it wouldn't be widely shared information is suspect to me. You know, why, why isn't it if this happened? then people should know about it. Why should, Why am I just finding out about it via a meme on Facebook, you know? Right. But I feel like, you know, this is this is CNN's narrative. Why, if this actually happened, why wouldn't CNN run with it into the ground? Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I, I don't know. That just seems very, very strange to me. 
like you know you're handed a golden goose and you don't you don't do anything about it you know it's weird is this the woman in kansas i'm not sure like i said i just like barely glanced over it before i this is from july an alleged white supremacist okay an alleged white supremacist in kansas killed a black woman who threatened to tell everyone that he's hiv positive that's well, the that right off the bat is not a hate crime, even if he is a white supremacist, because he wasn't killing her for her race. Okay, so that's right. not the woman that I saw in the meme. Okay. The woman that I saw in the meme was like a really young, thin black woman. Okay. Well, I'm trying to find it now, because I would love to have that sort of, I mean, that's not good news, but I would like to be informed of that sort of thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, it's obviously not good news, but... We can I mean, it. okay, yeah, stabbed to death in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Oh, she's pretty, too. Let's see. She was fresh out of Oakland High School. Siblings headed for a family function. Okay. The suspect, and this is... Oh, yeah, okay, I remember hearing about this. The suspect, John Lee Cowell, yeah, on the BART, has been identified as a white supremacist but common, by commentators, but authorities haven't made that connection yet, although they are exploring it. Nevertheless, he has a history of violence as well as no record. So commentators oh, okay. are saying it's a, it was a white supremacist, but authorities haven't made that connection and so you know you're just gonna have people making that assumption but you know might have just been a crazy person i'm not trying to defend it one way or the other i mean that's absolutely tragic but the fact that commentators are quick to jump on the white supremacy narrative but authorities are like ah, we haven't gotten there yet like you know if he's got a, a criminal track record he might just be like a meth head Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the fact that I mean, you know what and the, I bet the fact that it hasn't been you know played up in the news like because this was a month ago so if you haven't heard about it Chris and Tasha you just heard about it and I remember reading about it but it's gone I mean, obviously it's gone away and died down since like away, yeah. had they have found something you know, you know had they have found that oh yeah he was definitely connected with this white supremacy group or whatever then I think that, yes, it would be played in the media a lot more than it was, but now yeah, it's sort of used as an anecdote. And, and that's not the way it should be. Like, women being killed should never be an anecdote. No, I'm saying the white supremacy part is, because it's like, oh, I remember reading that he might have been a white supremacist, So, but now, like, after a month, it's like, oh, yeah, he was a white supremacist. Like, Can I just say no one being killed should be an anecdote? Well, sure. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Love. Love wins. No, but yeah, so in regards to that story, but yeah, that's another what aboutism. It's like, oh yeah, well what about this thing? It's like again, you can't there's no law on the books that you can put aside from again having precogs like minority report for native borns to you know, for police to prevent these sort of things from happening. Like, there's already something in place 
to make sure that people who aren't supposed to be here, you know, don't carry out those types of crimes. There's nothing you can do as far as people who are already here who don't have any sort of criminal record. So yeah, that's all I got on that. That was a, a point, not a point of frustration, but like a, why do you keep trying to change the subject? Like, why can't we just stay on topic? Like y'all saw Elizabeth Warren's interview, right? I didn't know. Oh, she immediately goes to, you know, how Trump is separating, you know, women, mothers from their babies at the border. And that's, you know, just as tragic as this incident. And it's like, how are, how are those two even remotely related? And that's not even what Trump was doing. Why don't people just, why, why can't somebody in the media, a pundit or something, just put a period on that? Because that is just so asinine. Wasn't the first of all that was that was a law that Obama put in place. It was it, it existed before that. It, it it's been around since that, like the nineties. That's number one. Number two, it's put there as a deterrent. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just saying, like, look, if you're going to do this, here's what's going to happen. Make your decision wisely. And the yeah, the I guess the criticism around it was, oh well, it's never been a hundred percent enforced before, and that's what you know makes this well, maybe administration. It's like, well, why do you, again, why have laws if you're not going to enforce them 100% of the time? Like, what's the point? They do do that. It's systemic. Like, what's the, po what's the point of even having the laws exist if you're not going to enforce them every time they're broken? And, and thirdly, just to put a period on it, Trump, he got rid of that. He got rid of it. You guys got pissed off and he got rid of it. Why aren't you happy now? Because they're still separated and I still want to be pissed off, damn it. That's, see, that's what it is. I still want to be pissed off. Oh, yeah. That's always what it's going to come back to, though. It's always going to come back to, well, I just want to be mad at something. You know, I got to wake up every morning. I got to read something on Huffington Post, and it's going to tell me what I'm pissed off about. Right. It's the outrage machine. And, and like I said last episode, they don't, they don't dislike Trump because of what he says. Nah. They dislike what he says because it's him. Yeah, and he's also you know? pretty stupid. Oh, I agree. I agree. Just the words he uses. He can, he can like wake up tomorrow and say something like, oh, I'm a Democrat. I'm sorry. I'm a socialist, in fact. I don't know what I was thinking this entire time. And they'd be like, oh, you see what the fuck Trump's doing? We should arm Cheeto dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, wow, he, that, yeah, orange Cheeto dick is so mean and hateful. Like, F everyone who voted for him. Gosh, they're all the worst. I'm so tolerant. Ree! I'm really not finding the statistic I want, so I'll look there. Give, give up on it. But yeah, that's, that's where we're at right now. But I did want to at least touch on the, I guess, Cohen and Manafort, you know, being found guilty and Cohen pleading guilty, I guess, to get immunity or get, you know, a reduced sentence or whatever it's going to be. You know what I didn't realize, though? Manafort was working for the Podesta group during like the time of his, I guess, illegalities, like, cause they said it was for tax fraud from like 2010 to 2014. And then another incident in 2015, but he was working for the Podesta group during that time. Interesting. Isn't it like, they don't talk about that at all. I mean, they t barely touch on it, but they don't necessarily get into the details of 
what he was doing for them. It, they just, right. you know, it's like, oh, well, now he's, he did these things in this time period while he was working for the Podesta group, who Tony Podesta was, or was it to, Tony Podesta or uh, John Podesta? That doesn't sound right. John Podesta, right? That doesn't sound right either. Son of a bitch. John, no, it's John. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, John Podesta. So, and John Podesta was what? In charge of Hillary's campaign, right? So, yeah. Yeah, and he was chief of staff for Bill Clinton. So it's like, okay, you're working for this Clinton insider. And during that time, you committed all of this, you know, all of these illegal actions. But, oh, no, it's, you know, it's Trump. It's collusion. It's, you know, that's like somehow that's that's tied together. I don't understand because I see a lot of people you know, making comments of along the lines of like, oh, you know, we, we got Trump now because his campaign manager did things while he was working for a group. Like, I don't understand how it's related at all. I understand the campaign finance thing of like him paying off, you know, porn stars and things like that. But I don't necessarily understand the whole Manafort deal, I guess. Because it doesn't make sense. I mean, it's really just that simple. It's, you know, it's just reaching. Yeah, but it's all an and attempt to... What are they, they going to do if they ever take Trump down and then Pence takes office? Like, what are they going to do then? Oh, my gosh. Are they even thinking about that? Like, do they understand how he will burn every rainbow flag in this country? <laughs> do it! Do it! I mean, God. Do it! You really want to get rid of Trump that badly? I mean... Like, I mean, maybe the, your bet, guys. I don't know that he didn't pick Pence as assassination insurance. <laughs> like I mean, he picked the one, the one guy who has a worse image than he does. And, and Pence is definitely a winning horse in that regard. I, I mean, I, I don't think that people are really thinking things through because the line of succession here, and and what what would they even have to try to impeach Mike Pence well, at all? Well, it's not that. It's they're they're working to twenty twenty. They're working to 2020. Mike Pence isn't going to win an election in 2020. Right. They're already trying to, you know, get ahead and get him out of, you know, even having the possibility of running in 2020. Because it's like whoever they put up right now isn't going to. They put Elizabeth Warren up. She's not going to win. They put Joe Biden up. He's not going to win. I don't. Biden might have a shot. But, dude, have you seen how many creepy pictures there are of Joe Biden touching kids? Right. I am not saying that Joe Biden is a saint. Uncle Joe's not going to win. No. Nope. He's not going to win. No. I saw a poll on MSN this morning that, I mean, it's just an informal yes or no poll about Donald Trump. And um, and it was at 60-something percent that people would reelect him in 2020. And it was it had been a few, you know, like a couple of decades of thousands of people who have taken that poll already. So... I mean, I, I, and I've been saying this this whole time, I don't think he won't get reelected. I think he will have another four years and he will have another four years because the left is not getting his head out. Yeah. They keep in, they keep in, and I just wish they'd stop like with the insulting, like with the insults of an entire group of people, like saying like, oh, everyone who voted for him is a racist. Everyone who, you know, even listens to what he has to say is a bigot and is, you know, complicit or 
put in any sort of thing that like you're just casting blame on another side for you not being able to run out a decent candidate like yeah i get it okay you're butthurt that you lost like but stop insulting the other team like just like right you know you say that the president's the one dividing people and then you're making divisive comments but then you say oh yeah well what if you know maybe we're making divisive comments you know because the commander in chief is so you know we're just take we're just going off of his example i do think he feels that and i wish he would stop no Uh, eric trump was quoted saying that his that donald trump doesn't pay attention to the negative comments so that he doesn't kill himself that's what eric trump said i think it was eric trump yeah he said that about his dad yeah i just read it yesterday well, I just mean I just he says a lot of dumb things. We all know. He that. does. We all do. We've all acknowledged or, or that even, several times. Even if what he's saying isn't dumb, he words it stupidly. You know, and and I think that that fuels them. I think that that gives their rage fire. And I wish he would cut it out. But he doesn't. He doesn't care. He genuinely doesn't care. So right. he's not going to do anything about it. He's not going to change who he is. No, I just. Um, that's yeah. that's why that I mean going back to like Mike Pence and everything like that like, they don't care if Mike Pence is in because he'll be in for the next two years and then he's done because he's not gonna win against whoever he's not you know bombastic enough and not you know as much of a showman to rally the base. I do think there's one thing that could keep Trump from getting reelected. Economy was to collapse if there was some sort of recession or something. I think that that would bury him. Right, but it's not, though. It's not, not though. And objectively, like, if anybody's looking at it objectively, I don't know how they can say he's doing a bad job as far as the economy is going because the economy is on the uptick. I did hear hear Peter Schiff um, predict there be a recession before Trump's out of office. But I don't... Well, what's his name? Paul Krugman said that as soon as Trump got elected, the economy was going to collapse. So, I mean, it's like they've been saying that from day one. Yeah, exactly. And everyone ripped on Krugman, which good. That guy's a douchebag. But, okay, I guess going ahead a little bit, uh, but not too far ahead. Did you see Trump's tweet about South Africa? Chris, have you been... Chris, have you been up to date at all on the... I know what's going on in South Africa. Um, I don't know how up to date I am. What's, it's been going on for a few years now. Yes, I know. Yeah. I've been sort of following uh, Lauren Southern's uh, reporting on it. Sort of, not fully. Um, well, and it's been going on even before Lauren was, was reporting sure. on it. You know, when Nelson Mandela was in power and you know, Rainbow Nation and whatnot. Um, It's just been kind of a steady decline since then. What I need you guys to explain to me, because I really wasn't understanding the connection, is how it has anything to do with white supremacy. Yeah, I can't figure that out either. Okay, so, and I've been trying to think about this. It's, so a lot of the headlines today were, you know, Trump tweets about a white supremacist talking point, which is, you know, South Africa. And I think it has to do with the fact that since white people are the victims, far right groups here, you know, the alt-right or whatever, whatever you want to call them, like white supremacy groups here have been, and and I apologize for linking those two together because they're not, but white supremacy groups in the United States use it as like a, aha, you see white people are being 
you know, attacked and, you know, they are the victims. Uh, so they're trying to spin it, I guess, in a way that, oh, this is something that David Dukes talked about before. So obviously it's bogus and it's a conspiracy and, you know, nothing's happening in South Africa. It's sort of like, you know, the Wizard of Oz when the guy behind the curtain is like, no, don't look at the man behind the curtain. Like that's right. Right. That's sort of how I read headlines today. But I'll explain to you how it was explained to me and then you tell me where I'm wrong. Okay. Okay. White farmers are having their lives threatened and sometimes taken in order for their land to be taken by black natives and the government is turned a blind eye. Yes, and even more so currently. So Trump tweeted something along the lines of how it's the government's the one taking the land and the government is like killing white people. That's not true. The government is not killing white people. The government is passing or the government is in the process of passing an amendment to their constitution that is going to expropriate land, take away land without compensation. So they're changing their constitution to where it's okay for the government to come in, take your land, kick you off your land and uh, give it to whoever they want to give it to without paying for it. If if white people are being fairly, are being unfairly treated by the government and by the black natives. How is it white supremacy again? Because it, and Tasha, we were talking about this earlier. It's because people see it through a Western eye. They see it through like the lens of being over here. So in the United States, white people make up the majority. So we assume because we live in our world and we think the sun revolves around us that, oh, it must be like this all around the world, you know, everywhere. It right. must what's, be what's majority, nine, nine to 10%. Well, it, it, it hovers between six and 8%. Yeah. I, I looked up this afternoon. Wow. Hovers between six and 8%. In contrast, in the United States, um, um, black people make up about 12 to 13% of our population. So they're, they hover between four and 6%, or four, and four, I'm sorry, six and 8% of the population of South Africa they do own like 70 something percent of the land. Um, 65, because the white people own 35 percent of the land. That is unproportioned, but I'm sure that that's just from work. Colonialism, colonialism. It's from work, it's from some colonialism, um, but the government is not constructed of white people. The, um, uh, they are classified as a developing third world country. And it's so complicated there too, because they do have industry and they do have, you know, big cities and whatnot, but. Well, they had the world cup there a few years ago. Right. But because their social socioeconomic issues are so unstable, um, that's kind of what puts them in that classification is they're not, they're, they're developing, but they're not quite second or first world yet. And so when we're viewing it from here, yeah, we're here. Um, when we're viewing it from here, from our American perspective, from our privileged eyes, right? If we're if we're viewing it from a first world perspective, we're gonna go, oh yeah, totally white supremacy, and w- without even investigating any of it, because everything revolves around those distinctions. I think that I I think that people 
who are not African, like brown African, should get the heck out of there. I really right. do. I mean, and, and I think this because it's for their safety and it's for, for their children's safety. I mean, they, there are gangs who are boiling children alive and torturing these families to take their land back. And I, I posted a quote earlier. Um, let me pull it up here really quick. Uh, and I, I pulled it out of Lauren Southern's um, documentary when she was speaking to, uh, yeah, I'm grabbing it. She was speaking to, um, was it like the, the lady in charge of Blackland First? Uh, 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 and I'm sorry, I don't know how, McQuenna from ANC, he said, the plan is without compensation. There is nothing that the government can do that is illegal, and there is nothing the farmers can refuse. We will make this law. There is no farmer that can come and say they are disobeying this law. They do it at their own peril. So some of these, well, all of these farmers have nothing to do with colonialism no. at all. And these, these are families that have been there for hundreds of years now who have settled the land, who made the land produce. And I just saw something earlier about um, uh, food aid being requested. And remember, I just asked you guys, yeah. when are they gonna ask for food aid? I just saw something, I haven't gotten to look at it yet, about them asking for food aid. Why? Because they're, they're preventing farmers from farming the land and producing food for so, South Africa. So these, are, these aren't farmers who are, who are growing for their own consumption, they are, they are they're farm, yeah. like that's their job. They're, right, that's okay. their job. Okay. They're feeding, okay. and now because of the government, they can't afford to even pull water out of wells. Their their livestock is dying. Like they can't do anything. And so, do and, you think that the government is funding these gangs who are doing this? I don't know if the government's funding the gangs, but they're not helping. They're not preventing them from All right. doing well, anything. There's a difference there. That's why I was asking. Yeah, it's like. Right. It's like when the police I don't, don't I, go into I, I neighborhoods. The conspiracy end of this, and I think that the government's totally behind it. Like I really, I really do, because of the way that these government officials are and these these political officials are talking. You know, the guy from the EFF and the guy from the AN. Yeah, that was that was kind of terrifying to see the EFF guy. Oh my gosh, that was horrible. And I'll try to find the the link to that and put it in the chat too. But. It was horrible and it was terrifying and he's just laughing it off like it's no big thing to, well, you know, we're going to kill people. Yeah. People will die over this. You know, it's insane. It's really scary. And that's why I don't think that it's just gangs. I think that it is, I think that the government is involved in it. See, and, and you know, it's not a genocide. I'm not going to go that, you know, and this is what it, this is what the dog whistle is, is white genocide. It's not a genocide, not yet. There are genocide watch organizations watching this because it it hits so many marks on what is <coughs> genocide. Um, <clears throat> so I mean, I totally think it's the government. <clears throat> well, see, this is what is scary <clears throat> moving forward. Is that okay? So the minority who own property are being um, in in some instances, in most instances, I don't know, but killed for their property. The government's allowing it, if not funding it, and you know nobody here is worried about it. And 
you know, isn't that kind of, and I'm not, I'm not really on this conspiracy theory road, but isn't that kind of what, what a lot of white people here are saying is that they're trying to make white people the minority and the way the government's been acting, who's to say that they wouldn't, that they would stop a white minority from their land being taken from them forcefully. You know, it almost feels like foreshadowing of what some white supremacist conspiracy people are saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I can, I can okay. hear that. I can definitely hear that. And I've had a couple of comments from people who, you know, they heard a, a radio show a few years ago where a woman who, who had immigrated here from South Africa, and she was saying things happening here that she said totally reminded her of what was going on at home with, with the rainbow nation and 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 whatnot and at the end of the day it's a totally different country and i don't really care what they do however if we're going to be consistent in our position as a country of never again and taking and, in refugees you know, not seeing a holocaust and taking in refugees then the consistency needs to be in taking in refugees from wow. south africa or preventing a genocide from happening, and it's a, because that will easily be four million people. Do Do you realize that that this is what? Let me, let me just make Let me just make this comparison because I think it's it's relevant here. <clears throat> the way that the the left is increasingly viewing white people is the way the Nazi Party views back right. then. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. Like, and, and, and they're the ones who are like, oh, down with Nazism, like, let's kill them all. You're the ones acting like them. Like, and this is, like, it's just, man, it really is scary. And you know what? I, I apologize for what I said earlier in the, in the message, in the thread. I said that, you know, I, I wasn't sure how I felt about taking in those white refugees. But now that I know that the government is against them, yeah. I absolutely think and that's what, what I was going to say. Like, it's not, it's not hypocritical because the difference is, you look at, you know, um, okay, Syria is a bad example because, you know, Assad, people, you know, assume that Assad is the one gassing his own people. So that, and I don't know, because there's, you know, talks on both sides, but there's no, you know, you go to other parts of the world, you know, Afghanistan, Iraq, uh, places where ISIS is, like, that's not the government. That's like terror organizations. It's not a terror organization in South Africa. South Africa is the government coming in and saying, hey, we're going to take away your land. We're going to take away your livelihood because you're white. And, you know, that's, we just, we're the majority party, so we can do what we want. You guys are the oppressors. I think it's important to note, too, that it isn't just, um, the white landowners that they're killing, if there are black farm workers on those farms, they're killing them too. Yeah. Are they? Wow. So they just want the land. They don't care who's got to go down. And there's something like uh, upwards of, I think, it, what was it, like 17%, I think, was in the Lawrence Southern documentary of, of these murders. People are being tortured. Yeah. Too. So it's like being dragged behind vehicles, being have, having drills drilled into your body, um, being burned, being boiled, being, I mean, all of these horrific torture things. And okay, so there's no information they're trying to get out of them, so it's got to just be for fun. Pretty much. Right. It's just sadism. Wow. That's crazy. Isn't it? it 
it's crazy that it's like you know government approved. But it's, it, crazy. it's not government approved. They're just not doing anything. They're not going out and telling people to do it. They're just not enforcing laws, and you know the police aren't showing up to protect people. And that's the that's like what was I guess concerning for me was like suddenly that's a white supremacist talking point. Like that's what you know Huffington Post and CNN all reported that you know oh Trump's just using a dog whistle for the white supremacists and it's like that what no he's just bringing attention to something that like most people don't look up because most people just read a headline and then go into their oh well you know i know everything already i need to know so i'm gonna go ahead and ha 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 what a what an idiot he's the leader of the free world then he should be drawing attention to it mm-hmm. absolutely it's like if we care about it's just it's just not it's just not I don't, I don't think that this should be a white supremacist issue. I don't think that white supremacists should feel more fueled by it because this is happening somewhere else. It has nothing to do with us. Right, um, nothing to do with the United States. It's not, it's a majority minority issue in another country. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not a black white issue here. It's a majority minority issue in a third world developing country. Right. Moreover, it's not like majority minority in the United States in a first world country country is not anywhere close to being the same thing. <clears throat> yeah, so, so, you know, I just, again, it's just, it's, it's, it's hypocritical, again. And not wanting to see women and children being raped and murdered, you know, right. that, that, that's a big thing for me. I mean, they're, they're, they're in these enclaves of squatter camps and whatnot. Women are like, we can't go anywhere because if we do go anywhere by ourselves or with our children, we will be raped. We'll be raped, we'll be killed, our children will be hurt. Like, and, and people are laughing. Like, there are clips all over YouTube of um, different, different um, independent pundits who are like going, you know, man on the street kind of stuff and in Australia and here in the United States and in Canada. People are laughing about it. They're like, oh, it's so funny that these things are happening to these women and children. Haha, <laughs> karma's a you bitch. You call yourself a feminist, too, you know? I, I, got into it, I got into it big a couple of months ago with a feminist who, who was like, this is nothing but colonialism and white supremacy. And I was like, you're nuts. If you think it's white supremacy to want to protect women and children from rape and murder, you're fucking nuts. And sorry I swore, because I don't No, swear. you're absolutely right. She's and it's nuts. not. <laughs> and it's karma. But yeah, you'll hear people say, "Oh, it's karma. Oh, it's karma for you know that they had to be killed because you know their ancestors settled in that land." Right. So what I'm going to say to karma is, you're being a white supremacist using that term because you have no idea what karma actually is. They have no idea what anything is. That that person, and I'm sorry to rip them apart. I don't even know who this person was. They probably don't know a percentage of what of the facts of what's going on over there. And I just, I just like how sins of your past, sins of your parents, grandparents, great grandparents, you should be punished for them. But in the United States, but if your parents sneak you over here, you know, oh, don't punish the kid for the sins of their parents. (laughs) I didn't think of that, Matt. That's a good one. That's, I mean, it it just goes to show you how stupid and hypocritical they are. Like, there's no critical thinking going on. It's just people just want to be right. People want to you know, get their attaboys from their echo chamber social what about group. The, the white hating talking point of, 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 of black people are afraid to walk down the street in this country, right? 
Who is it that just uh, some white actress who I, whose name? Oh, is- Anne Hathaway. Okay, yeah, that one. Um, she she was like, oh, white people. I mean, black people are afraid to walk down the street. No, she said every. She said every black person is afraid. Oh, that's right. And all of all of the YouTubers, the black YouTubers who came out, and she's they're like, who the hell are you talking for us? Yeah, I'm not afraid to walk down the street. Good, I and good for them, and I genuinely mean that. Good for them because fuck that bitch. She doesn't know. Yeah, whatever. She's virtue signaling. That's fine. But. So that's not even true because black people, I mean, maybe some are for different reasons, but you, let's just say people, let's just say some people walk down the street and they're afraid. It has nothing to do with what color you are. It has everything to do with what neighborhood you're in. Sure. Right. So now America, sorry. Now white people in Africa are literally afraid of standing in their backyard. Well, they're afraid that they're not going to have anything about it. Yeah. They're afraid of opening their back door right. so they don't get shot in the stomach. By right. a shotgun. You don't, don't do anything about it. That's just karma. That's fine. Let the government fuck them in the ass. What they put their children sense? to bed behind prison bars. They to protect them. They wow. live in gated communities with heavily arming too. And they, they practice bug out drills in mass because they are that well, afraid. I don't know anybody who's doing that here, except for Weirdos who live in the mountains. You know, that's it. Right. So is that not a big piece of hypocrisy? You know what I'm saying? Shout yeah. Well, yeah. And between that and just like the, just the stupidity and not even the stupidity, but just the blatant dishonesty. Like these news outlets, these, yeah, we'll just call them entertainment. These media outlets, because it's not news. But yeah. I like it. Those infotainment outlets are, and I used to be in that world. So like, I understand, like they understand that their audience is in large part stupid. Like when I was writing, you know, for politics, I was told to never go above an eighth grade reading level because yeah, dude, people are stupid. I was like, it's, Mm -hmm. you're told to, you know, not use too many big words. Like when you're read by, you know, when you have a, few million people following you it's like okay you have to understand the majority of them are dumb and the majority of them need to be told what to think and you can't do that if you're using superfluous language you know you can't you know be eloquent with your words yeah but it's like you can't yeah you can't be an intellectual when you're trying to get millions hundreds of thousands of people to agree with you and read what you say because they get to a word that's too long then suddenly it's like oh well, i don't understand this i can't keep going on i'm gonna be stuck on trying to read that so like they know what they're doing they know that being dishonest is like not an issue so long as it agrees with their worldview right the new york times wrote their headline today about south africa and proceeded to just completely lie out their ass about the entire situation well they said it was a you know, this isn't really going on, but then like you read the article and it says, well, it's not going on yet, but they are debating it in parliament and, you know, it should be passed within the year, but it's not happening yet. So it's like, oh, okay, so we should. not decided anything yet, except all of these uh, political officials are saying this will happen and. Yeah. And the majority party and the majority party has already said that they're going to pass it, but they just haven't officially passed it. So it's like, oh, okay, so we should wait for them to officially pass it and you know, let the war break out. And then, yeah, like, let's be a little proactive here. 
it's not even and this has been going on for the the gangs attacking the white and killing the white farmers and taking their land has been going on for years just because the government hasn't been officially involved doesn't mean there hasn't been a problem right right you know so you know i don't <laughs> whatever i just I just want to go back to real quick, real quick. I just want to go back to the, the whole eighth grade level thing. And I'm not going to attack the person who, who was saying that because I understand what they were trying to do. Make money. But yes. And, and I understand that you're trying to run a business. I get it. But you're advocating the, 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 the uh, I shouldn't put it that way. Okay. You're, 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 you're against the, the uh, educating of the common voter. It's not against educating. It's it's more so you have to meet people where they're at, and unfortunately, most people are stupid. I, I just you know most people don't have a reasoning level that puts them at the ability to to parse out what Donald Trump is saying. For instance, he's stupid. Like he uses stupid language. That's why he was able to reach so many voters because he right. taught he talks at a like a fifth grade reading level like. Speaks like an idiot. He has he's actually saying some smart things, and nobody hears that because they just have stupid words that he's saying. He's talking, yeah, he's talking to like people's genuine concerns, but he does so at like a yes, at a very dumb level. I don't think he's ever used like I think tremendous is the biggest word that he's he couldn't spell it, but it's the biggest word that he uses. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean. I just wish there was some sort of, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't. I, I just wish we were trying to make the common voter smarter. You know, I think it was, I forget if it was Ben Shapiro, but I, I think it was him that said, like, there should be a test before you're allowed to vote. And well, I support that. I, I know. I said that earlier today, but then I was like, oh, wait, we kind of had that. And whoever's making the test is going to be biased. So. Right. Uh, that's, fair. that's fair. It would be great if people wanted to be smart, but that adage, you know, um, uh, lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. You know, you can give people all the information, but they have to want to know things. Yeah. They have to want to know what words mean. They have to want to know what analogies are. They have to want to know in order to change and grow and understand the world a little bit better and separate themselves from again, that Western lens. And that's what makes them common because the common person wants to just live in like, oh, okay, I already know enough. I'm already right. Like, I just want to read something that affirms my position. I don't want to have to read something that's going to make me, you know, possibly change position on something. Like, God forbid. Oh, look, fainting goat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, I just wish that people a little more proactively knew what they didn't know. You know what I mean? I really do. Agreed. It doesn't take a smart person to know what you don't know. You know what I'm saying? No, it doesn't. But it does take a drive to want to know. And I, I mean, speaking for myself, I mean, you guys know the political upheaval that I've personally been under. So, I mean, it, it, it was all a process of one thing. It just takes one thing to not sound right mm-hmm. to somebody. And I mean, I, I, I like to fancy myself a little bit more intelligent than the average gal, but even the average thinker, it just takes that one thing. And I just was talking to a gal who I've been happy to make an acquaintance of about the trans issue. And she's like, there was this thing that the front hole is a front hole issue. This didn't 
jive with me. And so I started asking questions and that snowballs, like it snowballs in a really huge way. And that's the way the trans issue did for me too, that it snowballed into other political issues. And it just takes that one thing to you, uh, get that desire. Uh, did you hear the, the joke that Matt Welsh made in his video today about- No, about I didn't front? catch his video today. Okay, he made, he made the joke. He's like, I'm not gonna go into it, but, and I, I don't know why, but I thought of you, like I thought of you hearing it and smiling. He's like, I'm not gonna go into it, but uh, that's physically incorrect. <laughs> He's like, and that's all I'm going to say about that. It is. <laughs> I just it is. It's not even the front hole. Our urethra comes first. That's the front hole. The front nice. hole. It's more of like the bottom hole. Right. Right. The under. The there was a thread in a birth group. There was a thread in a birth group about what we're going to call a penis now. So there were a bunch of women thinking up euphemisms for penises. Pretty great. The hanging mushroom. I, I thought um, uh, automatic baby batter dispenser. Mm. That one looks fine. <laughs> but that's because I always have babies on the brain. So you know. So, oh, so speaking. I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, so what we saw? I, I mentioned something, what like last night or earlier today about like the woman who had, like the lesbian couple who had to do like. 1600 rounds of in vitro shots and oh yeah yeah you mentioned that yeah she had to do like 1600 rounds and then huffington post ran an article like took they took a picture of you know the baby wrapped in a uh, a rainbow cloth and then they put all 1600 needles around the baby like in a heart shape to just like you know like this is what she had to go through you know, to go ahead, it's just like the first comment was some adopted kid who, or a uh, young man, he's an adult now, but he basically just said, uh, you know, instead of spending all that money on treatment, you know, since you didn't want to have kids the natural way um, or couldn't, why didn't you just adopt? And it's just like, just comment after comment of who are you to say, you know, who should have kids biologically and who shouldn't and like the only thing I could think of was like well I mean he's not saying it nature kind of is like nature is the one saying that you can't have kids um but it was just like just the amount of hate from people who first of all think that it's just a clump of cells so why are we celebrating but like the whole like the vitriol against like oh you know adoption isn't the way to maybe some people just want to you know have their own kids I was like it was concerning. And then you had brought up the lady who had 10 kids in one fell yeah, swoop. How did that happen? So she had, and she's got like this whole, I'm an inspirational guru website and woman is insane. She, so she has 11 children in total. And then she had 10 all at once, all boys. And um, it was all surrogacy. It doesn't specify whether or not she had, the story didn't specify whether or not she had 10 different surrogates or if some of them were multiple births from multiple women, but it's clear that to have 10 babies at once, that's multiple women being commodified. So she planned to have 10 at once. Right, so they, well, they. I, I don't necessarily think she planned on it, but they all took. Mm. 
so she didn't have any of them aborted at all. And some of them have um, special needs. Like, I think there's like three or four of them that are special needs children. Wow. You know, and that's, it's, I mean, I don't want to sound that's mean be, or anything, but I don't really give a shit if it's hard on her because she just made their lives hard. I get you. She made their lives hard and she made the lives hard of the women who she commodified. So I don't really give a shit if her life is hard. But, but she, um, or something that I've noted that is so seems to be so much more prevalent nowadays, now that we're using hormone birth control and, and fertility treatments and all of these things that manipulate this natural process, we have more multiple births when it comes to fertility treatments. We have more, um, uh, special needs arising out of babies who were conceived out of fertility treatments. And I don't have anything to cite on this. It's just casual observation. Um, I could probably find something if I had to, but, and, and I mean, that's a problem. And that puts a, that puts a strain on a family, yeah. you know? And I mean, I can understand if you have a special needs child and you know, you've naturally conceived, you have a special needs child, that's straining enough. But to know that you, I'm going to use the word again, commodified somebody's body and produced these children who are going to have a difficult life now because your narcissism was off the charts. Like, that's insane. Wow. I can't, I can't disagree with you, but I definitely wouldn't have saw it that way on my own. Yeah. I feminist did, analysis. <laughs> true feminism right there. <laughs> From a crunchy mom. <laughs> Modified. Wow, you know, I I don't see where you're wrong. I really don't. Well, that's what I said earlier. Women are only good for popping babies out and making sandwiches. Yep. All right. <laughs> also, another note, um, we need to promote equality because I haven't seen many male surrogates. I don't see anybody lining up to have you know see if men will have their baby. Since apparently men can have periods, men can also have your baby. There's a funny um, thing that uh, a tweet that's being shared now is a meme, a meme that we are we're noting that trans women are being heralded as CEOs and athletes and scientists and tech gurus, and trans men are being heralded as having babies, <laughs> as being men who have babies. How sexist hmm. is that? I mean, if that doesn't smack of misogyny. This, that the whole thing just plays into the hand of misogyny. I don't know how people don't see this. Again, Caitlyn Jenner won Woman of the Year because even men are better right. than women at being women. Right. We dominated everything. It's a man's world. Uh, see, the, the, the facts don't matter. Nope. You know, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you two bigots? The facts don't matter. It's all about feels, man. It's all about your feelings. I'm going to give a t-shirt that says big. Oh, I do have one. It says woman on it. Oh, snap. Snap. <laughs> one of these days we're going to have to get t-shirts. Yes. The first one has to be I'm right here. Yes. <laughs> so good. That is classic. Oh, mom, 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 mom. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay, let's plug. Let's plug. We're coming up on an hour and a half. Um, yeah. Uh, come follow us on Twitter. Illusions, D-E-S-T-R-1. And then, I'm, sorry. We're, uh, we have Instagram, too. It's also Illusions Destroyed. Yep, yes. same as this. 
And then I'm on Twitter at Tasha Rose Radnam, R-A-D-M-A-M. And then you can find me on Instagram and Facebook with uh, as Radical Mothering and YouTube at Mothering. Yeah. Oh, and follow us on YouTube at Illusions Destroyed. We'll have this episode. I'll get this episode up tonight and Tuesday's episode. So that way we can... Are we trying to plan for Sunday? I want to do Sunday. Yeah, I want to do Sunday. Okay. So, uh, two central is what you're thinking? Yeah, two, yeah. three o'clock Eastern, two o'clock central. We'll get the phone line situation figured out too. Yes, that would be cool. So we can have call-ins. We want to talk to you guys. We want you guys to talk to us. us We want to know what you want us to look into or talk about. So send us messages or comment on the stream or whatever. Let us know Mm -hmm. what you are thinking. And keep posting articles that, you know, prove me wrong. Yeah. And then you can find me on Twitter at Garrett Vassell, G-A-R-R-E-T-T, V as in vagina, A-S-C-I-L. V as in front hole. V as in front hole. Get it right. All right, well, that is that is our show. Thanks for watching, everyone. And we love you. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. We got to hit the end. Everyone freeze.